If you or your employee is able to edit your own shifts in Helmbot, now you can actually edit from your own calendar. You can go into iCal, mark yourself as busy, you have a meeting, you have something, doctor's appointment, that's going to automatically mark busy in Helmbot. That is just one more way that Helmbot is always pushing the envelope and what they can do for you, make it super convenient. And that kind of iCal integration, I absolutely love. Super cool that they're doing that. And uh, if you're not using them already, go to Helmbot.com, check them out. See why it's such a great fit for you. Um, we, we talk about it every episode. We absolutely believe in Helmbot. And uh, today is just one more example of how they're continuing to advance the product and make sure that it's always going to be cutting edge and convenient for you to use. Again, go to Helmbot.com. I also want to mention isopod that's i-sopod.com if you want a giant spacious float tank that's built like a rock then check out isopod we have two of them ourselves we started out with one and when we were replacing one of our old float tanks we knew that we were absolutely going to go with a new isopod uh, because it was just so darn functional for us and um what's the word just um What's, what's the word for just, ah, somebody totally relaxing at the side of their float tank when they check it out. Whatever word that is, the relief they experience, uh, that's what we love about our isopods as well. Sprawl out in that float tank, go swim laps. It's a great one. I-SOPOD.com. Again, tell them we sent you and let's start the show. Welcome back to another episode of Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. My name is Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my lovely wife, Sandra. And let's see here. I don't think I ever would have tried floating if it weren't for Joe Rogan. And I have not listened to him. I've probably listened to two episodes since uh, opening our float center 10 years ago. My name is Gloria Morris, and I own Float 60, and um, I've listened to Joe Rogan for many years, and uh, I think it's because of Joe Rogan that my husband originally heard of floating as well. Um, so yeah, I have been listening to him for a long time. This is Drew from New Hampshire Float, and um, I own New Hampshire Float in New Hampshire, and uh, yeah, I'd say Joe Rogan influenced me to float. I would not have floated it had I not heard about it from him. And I'm Kim Hannon. I co-own Sukino Float Center in Salt Cave in southern Indiana with my husband. Um, I don't think I've ever listened to a Rogan episode. Um, I do remember when he, like, he, he hosted Fear Factor back in the day, I think, so... Th- I knew him as that yes, guy, yes. Um, although I never watched that show either. Um, but eh, I think my husband listened to some of his floating episodes, and uh. that kind of helped like push him into being interested. But I don't know, Rogan's a human somewhere on the planet, whatever. Yeah. Can I just jump in yeah. and say that I also, I forgot to mention this, I don't listen to Joe Rogan now, but I used to listen to like every single episode. It was Can't Miss... Yeah listening nice. for me when I first yeah. started listening to podcasts, but too busy to listen to a three yeah. and a half hour episode of <laughs> some guys smoking weed, getting drunk and talking about aliens at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> what's funny, like the last few times I've listened to it, it's been like maybe one or two hours of like solid discussion and, you know, one-on-one conversation. And then they up go, end up going online and just like browsing the web for the last hour and talking about it. And I was like, wow, that's uh 
That's some compelling podcasting. Anyway. So, um, so this, what you're saying is we should try that right now? Like, yeah, we need, we need, we need yeah. more filler. Yeah, that's what okay. people have been requesting. <laughs> Longer episodes, less content, more filler. Yeah, thank you, Tim. Um, okay. We uh, are not doing an episode on Joe Rogan as much as that it makes it sound like we are doing that. Um, but we certainly wouldn't be doing this episode without the controversy that's been going around Joe Rogan and how um, that's impacting potential marketing and and um, how we're promoting our businesses. So that's that's what we want to talk about. I think we all kind of have different points of views on maybe either Joe Rogan or um, how we want to use his voice in um, our mark in our yeah our marketing and and with our businesses. Um, which wouldn't mean anything if if it weren't for the fact that, like we said, we um, you know he talks about floating a lot and got a lot of people into floating, uh, including um, a lot of us, uh, particularly our generation. I don't know if he's influencing as much with newer uh, float center owners or not. I don't know, um, but I, I don't seem to hear that as much. But uh, certainly, certainly, of I don't know what you call it, like first, second, third wave of of. Uh, float centers so (laughs) but Dylan this definitely speaks more to the idea of how you align your business who you align your business with and how your community perceives that because obviously some communities might not have an issue with um, certain things, mm-hmm. while others may, where where there might be one a more liberal community versus a more conservative community, and um, and then there's Texas, right? Like that's it. So, just kidding, Texas <laughs> right. people. Yes, yeah, yeah. But, nope. but uh, those are all things that you have to consider, and it's definitely a difficult thing as a business owner. And sometimes it just comes down to what you think, what what you do your best, right? Um, I've said on previous podcasts that. Like people wouldn't really know my political views because I kind of try to agree with whoever's in front of me because I'm not trying to get into anything with someone as they're going into a float or getting out of a float. So I just agree with whatever. I nod and say, yeah, yeah, cool. And just try to be uh, likable. And it's hard now if you're going to use, and a lot of people do, like, Joe Rog- you know, a Joe Rogan for floating or, or someone who may be controversial in a, mm-hmm. an ad, in a commercial. There's a lot of stuff going on online these days. When you find out that someone might have done something in the past, how do you react mm-hmm. to that? And mm-hmm. it's not the easiest thing as a business owner, especially if your personal beliefs might conflict with others' personal beliefs, right? So it's kind of a, yeah. um, a hot button topic these days. I know, gosh, I hate to get like step into this silliness, but like the the term cancel culture um, is is super hot right now. But I feel like it's something that has happened as, as long as I've been alive. And I remember when I was younger, feeling like, oh man, I can't believe you know Nike dropped somebody for for whatever reason. Um, I'm trying to think of some good examples, and they're not popping up right now. Um, you know what? This is kind of a, this is a very weird left field one. We'll we'll totally cut this from the pod. But uh, I remember being a kid, and when Pee Wee Herman was canceled, like my parents kind of explained it to me a little bit. I mean, I wasn't super young. Why did he um, get canceled? I have no idea. I'd have to Google it. Um, <laughs> but um, actually, I think he was doing some Googling in a public space, and I think that that was the problem. Um, oh. And oh, are you were you really not aware of that? 
um, so anyway, he had a kids show and he got he got literally oh, canceled from TV. And I was like, why are those two things associated? Like it didn't didn't make sense to me why he was even canceled. So, um, uh, <laughs> didn't mean to go into that, but um, but but it is interesting now running a business who isn't like a big mega corporation. I'm not Nike. I'm not Adidas. Yet I feel like I have to make these little kind of micro decisions about who's going to stand for our brand. And um, I think it's kind of threefold and you guys can maybe break this down or correct me if you feel differently or anything. But I feel like there's maybe three different states of the business. Like one is like where I'm coming from. And and that's definitely where Sandra and I are coming from as the owners, like what we stand for, what we believe in, what we want to put out there. Um, And then there is our employees and they're kind of the next shell of that. Like their value system is extremely important. And then there's our customer base and who we would want to attract into our business as well uh, would be kind of the the third layer of that. And I think all three of those can, can influence what you're doing. Um, Does that resonate with you guys or? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, I've found in the last few weeks I've been, you know, really kind of examining how people are behaving uh, as it relates mm. to our advertising. And uh, I ended up, you know, I too, Drew, want to make sure that when somebody comes into our space, and that means like even our airspace on the web, on our social media, we have to think of that. It's not just when they walk into our studio, but we have to almost protect our, our guests when they're online looking at us from the divisiveness that's going on. And so even though I am uh, somebody who's followed Joe Rogan and I credit him for influencing my business and certainly other businesses that I know in the float industry, I made the decision a few weeks ago to pull his ads. Um, We're part of, you know, a network that has these ads um, and we use his likeness because of his sentiment towards floating. And that's all, right? We do not want to align to what he believes, left or right, or in the middle. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about floating. We're talking about a service that helps people. And so that's where I like to keep it. But when I feel like it's not in alignment with that, and maybe the perception from the the customers are taking it a different way, the perception is reality, right? And so that's why I made the decision to at least preserve our space and make it free of that mm. kind of controversial discussion that's going right now. Um, and it's it's unfortunate, right? Because at the same time, I feel like there's so many people who would like to see that, but at the same time, I'm trying to, you know, just keep this a place of peace. When I think of my float center, I want it to be a place of reprieve and just somewhere people can go to kind of get away from all of this chatter. And uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of my position. And if I on may it, add, if that makes sense, you know, we have a business that's open to the public. We've had some really bad people. We've all had bad people come through our doors and float. And we don't necessarily know that about them. But the more you uh, put yourself out there and have those uh, conversations, the more you can learn about people that you may not necessarily agree with what they do outside of your float center, right? But. You're running a business, in my opinion, when I run my business, it's not to get into people's personal lives. I'm there to provide them a relief from their personal life, <laughs> right. not to get involved in it. 
Yeah. Right. So there are subjects I just won't talk about. Right. The, the more neutral, the more, the more Switzerland you can be, in my opinion, the better for your business. Oh, interesting. Oh, wow. Interesting. Drew, I didn't necessarily see you taking that route um, for this conversation. Um, I thought you were going to be a little bit more like, yeah, that's, that's, I'm a fan. I believe in him. And I don't necessarily, I'm putting words in your mouth. This is just what I <laughs> saw coming. And, and I'm the bro that's who of I the wa- show. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's who I want. I, I'm comfortable attracting that into my business. And like, if, if that offends you, then so be it. And, and if that makes you gravitate towards this place, then, no, I, then that's cool as well. I echo everything Gloria just said. It's definitely, huh. um, I have my personal opinions, but I think the people who weren't listening to Joe Rogan uh, like didn't like him anyway, and the people who have been listening to him aren't going to stop listening to him because of the latest controversies. And it's like, I'm, sure. I'm not going to waste my energy getting upset with people and defending Joe Rogan. Like He doesn't know me. I don't know him. He has a place in my history of my float center and my personal float journey, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, that's it. But yeah, I'm trying to, I try to provide that space where the, um, the redneck who's into guns and live free or die, that's New Hampshire's motto, can float at the same time <laughs> in a different room as the, uh, I won't, I won't get it, you know, an opposite person. So I just want, <laughs> no, no, how would you describe it? I said, this sitting here thinking, I'm like, I probably just offended some people. And now I'm, I don't want to, I don't want to be like that, but why stop now? You know, well, you know, it's an interesting thing. Like we, we don't, our clientele, we just, it's maybe like once every six months, someone will come in and say, I heard about floating through Rogan. I'm, it's mm. so minimal for us that honestly, he's not even on our radar. Um, mm. And, I don't. I have no problem if people listen to him or not or whatever. I, I'm very uneducated on you know everything that's going on, honestly. But I I think it's a, a really important question for us to look at: of is this an issue that we should be taking a stand on? And not even if it's not like an, as an industry, we as business owners need to figure out what issues are we super passionate about. Where do we draw the line? Where you know what are the issues that we would absolutely say. I will not tolerate that in my business or this does not represent my, my brand or this is right. something that I am very passionate about that you are trying to support. You know, there have been so many things in our, our culture, um, in our society that have happened, especially just since 2020 and everything from the pandemics to racial tensions to, you know, riots. Like we've had everything in the past year and a half, two years that there have been some things that I, I think some of us had to kind of make some stands about or choose to stay neutral or, you know, really identify like what issues mm-hmm. we are passionate about, what issues do we go ahead and risk our business, risk our reputation if it's something that is that important. And, you know, as business owners, if you haven't done that, I think you really need to have some of that reflection time to figure out what is super important to you that you you do need to, you know, hold that hold true on what you will or won't say about something. And you have to be prepared for consequences. So if you make mm-hmm. a stand, there are consequences. And if it's a, um, you know, 50 50 topic of which there's plenty of those out there, you're going to mm-hmm. alienate a certain percentage of your people. So that's something. Mm-hmm. And that's why I try not to get involved in anything and just kind of be neutral. And a lot of times I just won't, like as a business, I won't say anything mm-hmm. about certain controversies 
and no one's ever been like, hey, how come you didn't say something? Like, no one cares <laughs> right. what my business, my float business says about yeah. these hot button topics. Yeah. But some sure. people represent their business in that way, and that's fine. But you have to be prepared that you might upset certain people and you might align mm-hmm. others. But that's, I guess, one of those beauties of being the business owner. Mm-hmm. You get to make those decisions. I, that oh, go ahead, go ahead. So I was gonna. Oh. <laughs> I was going to jump in and I, I completely agree with your position, Drew. I take this exact same uh, stance here. I was raised in a family business and I specifically remember my Italian grandmother uh, telling me like there's certain things you don't talk about to your customers. And one was religion. One was um, war. For if I can't remember why that was at the time. Um, and the third was politics. And I didn't really understand at the time. I mean, I was like a toddler when these conversations were going on. But I remember that. And as I grow, uh, as I grew up, um, I like observed my family in terms of how they handled certain situations. And of course, it was never like this. Um, but I, I really do believe, like, I can still take a stand on behalf of what I believe in in other channels. But I choose personally, I just think it's the best thing for my brand, that it's not attached to my business, that my personal decisions and how I vote with my money or my feet or my you know, voice comes out in certain ways that really my customers are insulated from, right? And again, I might be a little bit different because I don't work in my business, right? Whereas Drew, you're dealing with people day in and day out. I can't really control or nor do I want to control how my employees engage in these topics. Um, I leave that to their discretion. But as a brand, I don't want to be kind of attached to one thing or another and you know that's another reason why I decided that it was best for me to pull the affiliation with with Joe for this you know point in time just because it's causing a lot of divisiveness on my page and it's just not the right place for it it's not that I agree or disagree with what people are saying it's just not the right place for it float 60 social media play is it's just not the right place and also, yeah. we pulled ours a little while ago, um, I think late last year, and that was an employee request. And we, Sandra and I had already been talking about it, um, but they had brought up not being super comfortable that you know his his brand. Speaking of brands, representing our brand or you know being associated with our brand, and um, we we pulled it instantly and are completely completely comfortable with that. Drew, did you do you have a Joe Rogan ad? going because i think we all use matthew phillips and he's has all these awesome different videos that we can you know use from for our marketing and a joe rogan one does get a lot of clicks um i i don't think so but i for sure like i'm thinking as this conversation has been going on (laughs) that i need to reach out to him tomorrow and just confirm (laughs) that i'm pretty sure i do not though and um i guess it made me think i should actually communicate like (laughs) Hey, if we are stop and if we don't, because I'm so listen, I might not agree with everything that he says. I might agree with some things he says, but if I have somebody who's been floating with me, who you know becomes uncomfortable because they see a Joe Rogan ad, whether I agree with that person and or I think that person's a wimp or whatever, I want that person to feel comfortable coming to my space. And so, right. yeah. um, you know, at a certain point. Like I don't care enough about Joe Rogan to run. I'll run a different ad. 
You know what I mean? I can do one that's not going to offend anybody. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. Agreed. I'm okay with that. So I'm, and I do think it's it's okay for the centers that do still promote his stuff and do are still very passionate about you know who he is and what he offers to the world. I think that's okay too, as long as like that's a conscious decision of yeah. this is who we are. I do believe in some of the things that he's saying, or I. And again, I'm very uneducated on anything that's actually been said. I've caught like two line headline, you know, headliners, um, and that's it. But. If that's something that does represent your business, that's awesome. More power to you. You know, I think that's, again, just one of those reflections. If, you know, if I walk in the lounge and two of my guests are sitting here having a debate about Rogan, I'm going to let that go. Like, have fun. That's all you guys. Like, as a business, I don't, again, I'm uneducated on it, but as a business, I don't have anything to offer to it. I can, you know, confidently say to people, I know Jogan loves, Rogan loves to float. <laughs> Jogan, um, he loves go. to float. And, you know, he's, he's promoted it a lot. And we're really grateful for that. That's about all I can say to it. On the other hand, if there were certain topics happening in my lounge, racial slurs you know threats of violence those sorts of things like i'm drawing a line like get out we're we're not accepting that um and but you have to know like where that line is and and as a business just if you pick a stand or pick a side pick a side and just know your why's and I, I like that. I think um, all of us are talking about a certain amount of availability we each have as business owners to either um, project our, our influence or or not, um, which does lead me into some wild tangents about capitalism and like um, ah, there are just weird things about like using brands, like um, brands using people. Um, also, like these businesses make a ton of money and then do donate. Like they, they are very political, um, even if they're not putting messaging out there. And sometimes their messaging is different than where their donations are going mm-hmm. as well. Ah, it gets into a whole different um, thing about the beauty of uh, capitalism, which is the, the goal is to make more money, which means uh, these things don't really mean a whole lot, like our, our the value system. Um, but our at the grassroots, our um, what we project tends to be our our, our actual beliefs. Um, and uh, I do kind of like as a small business owner, I do get to put forward. I might be able to take up more space on social media or be able to put something out there for personal beliefs. And you know, sometimes it can be something very non um, uh, I don't know if confrontational, controversial, um, like. Um, a particular cancer, you know, like um, if I have a family member who has suffered from a particular cancer and that's my passion, then that's, I think everybody's going to be behind you in that and that is awesome. If my passion um, was spurred by Black Lives Matter, then that's a divisive one that is only going to attract a certain amount of people. But if you're 100% into that, then that's great. With that being said, then you also want to say, what is the purpose of my business? Um, does But does that alienate somebody with a different point of view experiencing this? Um, perhaps even with floating, opening their mind. I, I'm, I'm digressing around quite a bit here, dancing around a few different topics. But I like that we are empowered to be able to influence with our business and um, I think there are times when it's like, yeah, we're a business. We don't we don't need to have a stance on this. That's fine. Um, and then there are other times when it's cool. It's like, yeah, we can flex a little bit here, or we could raise money with our business that can benefit. Kim, I think part of the challenge that we have is that everything is so politicized now. I mean, uh-huh. everything from healthcare to you know what you choose to eat. Absolutely everything is political, and. 
it's it's so ingrained in our culture at this point that you have to pick a side and it's always us versus them that we forget mm-hmm. that this whole gray area exists on you know all kinds of issues but it and it is hard as a business to be able to look at something and say what is a social issue can i separate the social issue from the political issue and you know looking at rogan can we separate rogan as an individual from you know what he's done for the float therapy versus what he's saying or doing on the podcast and you know to be able to kind of dissect those things mm. but so much of the political i don't know i don't want to say agenda but there's always political agenda and things but the like, politics are just I mean, if you breathe out of your left nostril, then you're left, you know, and if you breathe out of your right nostril, then you're right wing. I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just a weird place in the world where um, everything just feels like you have to pick a side and the other people mm-hmm. are awful. And I just mm-hmm. don't operate from that place. Like, I'd also like to throw out there about how yeah. things are online versus in person <laughs> because I have yet to see any type of real negative energy uh, in the last two years with everything going on, both politically, with the coronavirus, with BLM, with everything. I've never had any like negative issues in my float center, but online, I've seen a ton of those. And um, the example I just want to give real quick, and this is why I don't get involved in a lot of this stuff online. I have a local community Facebook page, and there are businesses that try to generate more business by posting on that page mm-hmm. and every single time there's always somebody who just dumps all over them and talks about how horrible they're and there's these losers who just sit in their house and are online to spew negativity and hate and nothing is going to appease them and so that's why i like i've been um asked if i wanted to be promoted on like local town websites and i said no because people will start you know bashing floating and i'll get i'll get fired up and i'll (laughs) and then it would just become a thing and it would be worse (laughs) i'd rather not be involved in that and the people who this is for can see it and i'm not putting myself in the position to have to deal with the backlash that's going to take up my time and my energy and give me anxiety and make me lose sleep so i just try to stay out of it because online, the online world is a really gross world these days. That's the keyboard warrior thing is for real. Earlier today, I had to hide a comment. We have an ad out that uh, about floating, and some lady just said, uh, "Tried it, hated it." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, thank, thank you." And hidden, you had to tell us. Like you couldn't yeah, keep well, that to like, yourself. <laughs> no, because she's probably hopped up on pills and having her second glass of wine at 11 a.m. She's like, "Let me get after these." Be-. Like. People just are so miserable. Are they project. We've lost our entire audience. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know what, though? No, I. So it's funny. I have good, a little good. bit of a different opinion on this, and I don't know where I read this, but I it was in some book many years ago that you know businesses that have mm. perfect reviews and all accolades. You know, sometimes it's very valuable to throw in um, or to, you know, let let lie a comment that is not positive. Mm -hmm. And I believe that. And I like I I read reviews sometimes and I see people who, you know, didn't like it and were opinionated. And I I let it go. And I normally see people jump in 
to mm-hmm. then say, but I loved it, you know, so it's kind of an interesting dynamic, but I definitely don't let it get to me. At first I did Drew and I can totally like feel this. I was offended and just took it personally. Um, and sometimes it still happens. Don't get me wrong, but um, thank God those are few and far between, but I, I kind of like the back and forth. I, I don't let it bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. There's just, it's just like normal to see yeah, that and I on think every business. All of what we're talking about, we all come from a space of having been around for four, five, six, seven plus years. And I do think the landscape's yeah. a little different now where mm. my, I'm a little, I would be a little less offended these days because I've been open for four years and mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about that person. And I know there's other, yeah. but if that was like the first six months of me being open, I'd be like, no, you're going to destroy yes, my business. Yes. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, yeah. We're, we're about to hit year six next week. And oh, uh, congratulations. Yes, Damn. it's surreal. It's crazy. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm much tougher now yeah. in terms of those comments. They don't bother me as much. So I think you're right. I think it's, if it's your first year, I mean, it's your, ba- it's still your baby. Totally. But man, and how cool is it that, that the landscape has changed so much in mm-hmm. five, six years that I, I agree. I think Kim had said it er- earlier, or maybe it was Gloria. I don't know how much Joe Rogan is influencing floating as much as us float centers who mm-hmm. have been open for years who have tens of thousands of combined people that we've touched, even if they came in because of Joe, their experience was because of us. So now they're out there spreading and the butterfly effect of that now compared to what was around even three years ago, four years ago, I feel like um, maybe we as the community are the ones who are doing a better job of spreading floating at this point. Whereas 10 years ago, it was Joe Rogan and his platform, you know, just a thought. That's a great point, Drew. I love that. And I think that's a note we should go out on unless somebody has some hard. Yeah. No. Yeah. That was great, Drew. Thank you. Um, Yes. Uh, Let's continue spreading our influence out there. And um, gosh, yeah. You know what, guys? This has been too intense. I I don't think we should ever talk to each other again. You guys, (laughs) your guys' points of views. I just can't handle it. Moving on. Yeah, this has been fun. I apologize to anybody if this was, wasn't the controversial episode you were hoping for. <laughs> but uh, fun to discuss this kind of stuff through the, the lens of a small business owner. This has been really fun. Thank you, guys. Uh, a few thanks I want to give out here. Thanks to you, my co-host. Thank you. Always such a pleasure to see you guys. And now on video. Gloria, you can't. No, no, no. This is a video podcast now. You can't just turn off your video. Everybody's tuning in to see Gloria. Ay, Dios mio. Okay. So, uh-oh. I didn't. Disabled to slow internet. Must have been my oh, internet. Maybe it's still I didn't touch yours. it. We're still uh-oh. testing this out. Great. Glad that happened at the end of the episode. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We truly appreciate that you want to listen to us, and um, hopefully we can help your, your gears turn. Thanks to everybody who's supporting us on Patreon. That makes a huge difference as well. If you want help with your social media and just marketing in general we have uh, photography videos blog posts scientific blog posts it's all available to you on patreon.com forward slash art of the float and of course a big thank you to our sponsors helmbot thank you thank you isopod thank you thank you truly appreciate you and um helping us put on these episodes each and every week 
And oh, we could not move on without giving a big thank you to our illustrious Olga. Thank you so much for helping us with the show. We truly, truly appreciate you. And gosh, I think I think that's mostly it. Um, I don't know about Joe Rogan, but um, for the rest of the year, I'm going to be listening to Jogan. Thank you, Kim, for that for that recommendation. Until next week, we'll see you next week. Hey, boom. boom.